0: Hello and welcome to episode number 84 of the Property Magic podcast. In this episode, I'm going to explain the BRRRR strategy, the Burr strategy, otherwise known as buy, refurbish, refinance, rent and repeat. And I call this momentum investing. This is where you find a property, you add value, you refinance, take all your money out and go into another project. This is the fastest way to grow your portfolio. And I've personally done this on single-let properties, houses of multiple occupation and larger commercial to residential development projects. Now it's even possible in a booming market if you know how to find the right kind of properties. And I'm gonna share with you a very recent case study of one of my students who's done an amazing deal in this booming market we're experiencing right now. But first of all, let's talk through each of these steps in turn. So the first one is obviously buy the property. Now, we're not gonna buy just any property. Obviously, we're looking for a property where we can add value through refurbishment. So an example might be a deceased estate or a repossessed property. These are ones that are often not in very good condition and we can come in, we can improve the property and thus force the appreciation. And this is the whole point. We're adding value by refurbishment to increase the value of the property much quicker than normal capital appreciation. This means we can then refinance and take some or all of the money out. Now, when it comes to refurbishment, there are certain things we can do in a property that will add value. So for example, a very common thing to do is we can improve or replace a kitchen or bathroom. We can replace the carpets. We can decorate a property. And a property that was rather old and dated can certainly look far more appealing. Now, a very common thing, a very popular thing at the moment is if you have a kitchen to do an extension on the back of the kitchen and to put skylights in and a bifold door, which kind of opens out into the garden. So you're opening out the communal space to go into the garden. And this is very, very popular. Certainly where I live in Birmingham, uh, lots of properties have done this and it really makes a fantastic feature of the communal area. And remember... We want to make this an attractive place for someone to rent that stands out much better than the other properties on the market, because not only will we fill it quicker, but also we'll get a much higher rent for it. So when doing the refurbishment, you want to make sure, because you're holding this property, you really spend good money on the property. But the money you spend needs to be in proportion to the value of the property. For example, if you've got a £100,000 property, there's no point spending £20,000 on a kitchen because you're never going to get that value back. Likewise, if you have a £500,000 property, if you only spend £3,000 on the kitchen, it's not going to be appropriate for that value of property. So spending the right amount of money is really important. Now converting houses into HMOs is a really good way to do this strategy. And my rule of thumb for costs of doing this is for every bedroom you're creating, it costs about fifteen to well 12 to 15000 pounds. So in other words if you're creating a 5 bedroom HMO where you're taking a building stripping it back to bricks you're probably going to spend somewhere between 60 and 75000 pounds on that refurb. So 12 to 15000 per room. Now, that's assuming kind of a a fairly average cost of labor. If you're in a very expensive place, it might cost more than that. If you go very, very high spec, you might spend 20,000 pounds a room, but that's for a normal house, you're converting to maybe say a five bed HMO. If you're doing lots of further extensions, obviously you're gonna increase the cost of that refurb. The next stage is to refinance the property. Now, when you first buy the property, you shouldn't really buy on a normal buy-to-let mortgage. If you're going to massively improve and refinance, you know, mortgage companies don't really like that. Really, you should use bridging or development finance. Crowdproperty.com, which is one of my other businesses, can absolutely help you funding these kind of deals. So you'll get a a mortgage bridging for typically 65 to 75% of the purchase price. You'll have to put some deposit in. It could be yours or someone else's money. Then you either pay for the refurb yourself or you can borrow for someone like Crown Property. And then once you've added value, you refinance. Now, what you want to do is make sure you increase the value enough so that the end value you can refinance to maybe 75% loan to value and the refinance will be enough to pay off the original bridging and all your costs and so you get all of your money back. Now there's a very important distinction I want to make here. I meet a lot of people who find good development projects where they can add value and yet maybe they can't refinance to get all of their money out and they think I shouldn't do this because I have to leave some money in. Now. I think that could be a mistake because the reality is if you have a property where you're bringing most of your money out, you might only be leaving, I don't know, 20,000 pounds in the property and people worry about if they keep doing that, they'll diminish the amount of money they have to recycle. However, You could borrow that £20,000 from someone else, someone who's got money in the bank doing very little, give them a really good rate of return. And as long as you've got a good enough rental income, what it means is you'll make profit on that property as well as being able to pay someone else. And effectively, the money you've borrowed from that person, you can use to go into your next deal. So don't shy away from deals if you can't get all of your money out. You might be able to finance it using other people's cash. Now, obviously, the next step is to rent the property. Now, some people will buy a property, they'll add value, and they'll sell it on for a profit. It's called flipping property. And in the right market conditions, that can be a great strategy. However, the biggest problem with that is that once you sell the property, you are crystallizing the profit. You're never gonna make any more money from that particular investment. Whereas if you buy, refurbish, refinance, and then rent, you're not only going to get monthly profits, you're also going to get the long-term capital growth. And remember, in the UK, the average is about every 10 years, property prices double. Now that doesn't happen everywhere. It doesn't happen every 10 years. That is very much an average. And if you go onto Google, you can type in land registry, house price records, and up will come some charts. You can check it out for yourself over the last 60 years. See, that's absolutely the trend that happens on average it kind of depends where you are and what's been going on in the market but having been investing for 25 years myself i've certainly seen that trend happen with many of my properties So once you've rented this property out, and remember, you always want to buy a property in an area that's got strong rental demand. That's golden rule number two of the five golden rules from Property Magic. So make sure you can rent it out. Make sure you can quickly and easily replace the current tenants if they move on with some new tenants. Very important to make sure this is an asset putting money into your pocket instead of a liability costing you money if the property is empty. Once you've been able to refinance, get your money back, you can then go and repeat the process. Now, obviously, if you've used someone else's money, you can pay the money back to them and you've got a property left with all the equity and the cash flow. If it's your funds, you can then use it again to go and buy another property. Now, let me give you a case study just to put this into perspective and give you some numbers to kind of understand the principle in a slightly better way so Phillips, one of my current mastermind students, at our last workshop he shared a deal now he's actively looking for motivated sellers he's using landlord letters where you write out to registered landlords It's one of the best ways of finding deals if you do it in the correct way there are some people doing it who are just not doing it correctly you've got to do it as a campaign of letters and it's really important to follow up. When you first speak to a landlord, maybe they're not motivated enough. Maybe the amount of money they want is too much. And that's why it's important to follow up. So this is a property in the Peak District that's perfect to turn into a luxury seven bed holiday home. And that's what Philip specializes in. He does a lot of serviced accommodation. Now, the property is in a really bad condition. It needs a lot of work doing to it probably as much as 200,000 pounds to turn it into this luxury seven bed property. And the landlady wanted Two hundred twenty-five thousand. So, with a purchase price of two hundred twenty-five, works of two hundred, with all the buying costs, it'd be something like four hundred fifty thousand. Now, with an end value of five hundred thousand, Philip just couldn't make the numbers work. But he kept in touch with the landlady. She was struggling to sell it because no one wanted to take on this property. No one knew what to do with it really. And so, he's just recently agreed to sale. It's just going through to buy this property for hundred and forty thousand pounds. Now, the landlady wanted 225 when he spoke to her last year, but by following up, he's now buying it for 140,000. So, a huge discount even in this booming market. There are deals out there if you believe there are deals and if you know how to find them. Now, this entire project is being funded in terms of the purchase price and all of the work by another property mastermind delegate. Not someone on the same program as Philip, but a graduate in the community. He saw what Philip was doing and he's putting all of the money in. Now with the buying cost at 140, and the refurb cost at 200, with all the other costs included, there should be no more than 375,000, which means when Philip has finished this with an end value of 500, he'll be able to refinance, pay back the joint venture partner all of their money. He's going to be renting this out, and with very modest prediction, this property should make 70,000pound profit a year. That's the profit after paying the mortgage, after paying the management fees, after paying for the cleaning, the laundry, everything. £70,000 of profit a year on this property that Philip's done using none of his own money. So I just wanted to inspire you. This is a great strategy when done in the correct way. And so I think you should get out there, look for great deals where you can add value. You can refurbish, refinance, rent out and then repeat. So if you got value from listening to this episode of the podcast, I've got a request and a recommendation. First of all, the recommendation is why not subscribe to make sure you get the latest edition every single Tuesday morning so you don't miss out on the valuable hints and tips we're sharing for my book, Property Magic, and for my Property Mastermind program. And then a request. If you've enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and say what particular you liked about the podcast so other people can see it and they can also benefit from listening. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.